Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, this is Stevie McKee and today I want to talk about the secret place. Psalm 27.5 says, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Psalm 91.1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. When I was young, I was always watching or interested in either books or movies or films or TV programs about secret places, secret doors, enchanted lands, secret gardens. And there was a book that I loved called The Wishing Chair where it was three children, friends, who would go in this, this chair and it would take them to secret lands, mysterious, mystical places. And I was always fascinated by going to somewhere else, other realms, other places that were unknown and usually unfound by most people. And, you know, that is because we are supposed to find this place called the secret place. And it's a real place. It's a real realm. A real mysterious realm where you can actually dwell with Most High God. You can dwell in the most holy place. And I believe it's a it's a deep intimacy that maybe some have forgotten or don't even know that it's available. And it's much, much deeper and wider and higher than we realise. I believe that sometimes we get caught up with the gifts, we get caught up with the supernatural, we get caught up with the spectacular, that we forget to take time to steal away, as the old hymn said, to steal away into the secret place. And I'm fascinated by this realm of God where we can go into the most holy place. Do you know that most holy place was shut up? It was locked, if you like, to the common man. In fact, it was locked to any man apart from the high priest where he could go there once a year and he would go on behalf of the children of Israel. But when Christ came, he opened up a new and living way through the body of Christ, through the flesh of Christ, through his death, the curtain that separated us from this dwelling place, from this secret place, the curtain that was actually quite thick and very high, I forget the exact height and depth of it, but it was it was not a small curtain. But it was torn completely in two, so that we could enter into the most holy place. And sometimes we get caught up with either the gifts in, in, the, in the previous generation, where we get caught up with all the gifts about prophecy and tongues and healing and deliverance, and we need that, do not get me wrong, we, we need to walk in that kind of power once again but we've kind of forgotten because we've went after the spectacular we've forgotten about the secret place of the most high and maybe in our days it's we have beginning to experience like engaging mystical realms maybe where people are talking about transcending dimensions and time travel even or they're, they're talking about trying relocation or walking through walls and all these things are okay 
because Jesus walked through walls, didn't he? Jesus disappeared when they tried to throw him off a cliff. And he walked through the mist of them, or he hid in the temple. And he didn't physically hide scared. He hid. He disappeared. He became invisible. He entered into that realm of invisibility. But what I want more than all of that is to be able to go into this secret place like Moses. Somehow Moses, even in the old covenant, had access to God where he could meet God face to face. Now, it, it talks about prophets God given would give them visions and dreams, but Moses would meet God face to face. Now, if that was possible for Moses under the old covenant, like, how much more possible is it for us under a new covenant where there is no barrier any longer, there is no veil, there is no curtain that separates and we actually can meet God face to face. Now, it, it's it's a bit different now in a sense and because it's more glorious because your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The outer court, the holy place and the most holy place is you because your temple contains the Holy Spirit. Your temple contains the glory because Christ is in you. The hope of glory. But I desire to go beyond just words. I desire to go beyond just knowledge. Sometimes we are satisfied with just knowing things. Like we know a lot of stuff about the heavens and the, the heavenly realm and all this stuff. But do we know that secret place? Do we know that place where you get to know God intimately face to face and you become like him and you're changed do you know every every move of the spirit every time god has moved in a generation there's always been people who knew about the secret place they knew the secret of taking time to know the lord in that other dimension i mean i talk all the time about the Isle of lois and the hebrides but when you hear the stories about not just the two old ladies in the Isle of lois but Ten years before that revival, there was ladies and women especially who would pray and, and God moved more mightily then than, than he did in 1949. But there was women who knew how to go into the secret place. They knew how to pray. They were women of, an, of another dimension, of another realm. They were people of the spirit. They were in the spirit like John the Beloved. They knew this other place called the secret place. And I long to know this place I think it was 15 years ago, 20 years ago, something like that. I would seek God every day to, to enter into that realm that's available, that's been made available since Christ died. And what I would do, and I've told this before, I would simply lay down, put my hands up, put instrumental music on, and I would read even stories about Evan Roberts when he entered into the secret place the dwelling place where you become the tabernacle of God, where he inhabits you. And I would read the story of Evan Roberts where he was taken to heaven every night, every single night for three months before revival came to the land. You see, we're looking for revival, but there was one man who entered into the secret place and he met God face to face. And it said, he says himself, 
He was changed. His very nature was changed. His nature was changed. And he said he knew then, he knew then that God was about to move in the land, talking about Wales, and not just Wales, but the whole earth. One man entered into the secret place, the dwelling place, where he abode under the shadow of the Almighty, where he met him face to face. And because of that one man, God began to move in the whole earth again. And it was only a few years after the Welsh revival that Azusa Street happened. And they were inspired by the Welsh revival. But another man, William Seymour, was a man of prayer. And in the secret place, like even in the, the public meetings, he would kneel on the floor, straw floor, not a posh hotel, a straw floor. And he would put his head in some sort of box. I mean, that speaks of humility. He wanted to be hidden. He did not want a platform. He was not trying to be seen. But he was entering in to the secret place, even though he was in public. And in that place, the glory came so strong, so powerfully, that Pentecost, the power of the Holy Spirit that was released in the New Testament, was released again in 1906. And it began to spread across the whole planet. And suddenly again, a company of people across the earth were filled with the Spirit. Began to sing songs about the Spirit. Began to be filled with the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Prophecy in tongues and the power of the Spirit. And, and the glory realm would come. And the cloud would come. And the children would actually play. They would play hide and seek. And the cloud that would descend they would hide in the cloud imagine that all because of a few people there's probably many hidden ones that I can't even mention because I don't know their names but William Seymour was a man of prayer a rejected man if you like because in his day as we know the racial issue neglected rejected overlooked but yet God chose him because he was a man after God's own heart he was a man of the spirit, a man who did not want to be known or seen, but wanted to dwell in this secret place. And you know, my grandpa, my granddad, was like that. He got saved. I've told the story before. He was walking down the street, um, drunk, and a, a man from the Apostolic Church, they were having an open-air meeting, and the Spirit of God spoke to the pastor and told him to kiss my grandpa in the face. And he, he kissed him in the face and my granddad was transformed and saved radically. But he could not um, read. But yet he would spend hours and hours and hours in prayer. He would, he would steal away. He actually had a bed. He would lie under the bed and pray. He would go out uh, and cycle on his bike into the hills and pray. And do you know... God himself taught my granddad how to read the Bible. He couldn't read. He couldn't read. And God taught him how to read. He was a man of prayer. And people who saw him said his face would shine. Brother Miller, my granddad, his face would shine. And I, I'm looking for that again for us. And I'm challenging whoever listens. 
yeah, we can hear all the spectacular stuff. We can hear all the stuff that's amazing about miracles or walking through walls or transcending dimensions. But, you know, you can do all of that and still not know anything about the secret place. The Lord is looking for those who want to enter in and live in the secret place where you yourself become a dwelling place for God. You are a tabernacle where he comes and abides and lives and not just visits. Many times God visits, but he's looking for those who can make his home. I think it's Paul Keith Davis who said that God has moved through many, but he's remained upon few. He's remained on few. Why? Because he needs us to want him. He needs us to make a home for him. He needs us to be holy. He needs us to desire him. He needs us to want him. It's like if you went to someone's home and you didn't feel welcome, you would visit, but you would leave quite quickly and you might never go back. The Lord is spirit. And the Holy Spirit can be grieved. The Holy Spirit can be made sad. But he's looking for us, his people, to desire him, to want him more than anything. More than platforms, more than wealth, more than the supernatural, more than walking through walls. And all that is fine. That All that stuff can happen. It's a byproduct. But he's looking for those who will m- make time, take time. To find this place, this secret place. The secret of the stairs. The place of true ascension where you actually live an ascended lifestyle. Not just words, not just language, not just a cliche. Not just a new language that we all learn and we think we know something because we know the language. But a real place of communion with God. Where we are truly his friends. Will you, my friend, look for that place, that place that is secret, that place it takes time to find. It's a place that, where the depth of God is, where the height of God is. It's a place where you discover the fullness of Christ. This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo.